Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I was just reading in the Washington Post, Matthew Capucci of the, uh, uh, the Weather Gang, in um, the Capital Weather Gang in Washington. Mr. Capucci writes about Hurricane Lee, this monster in the Atlantic. He writes, while the forecast for where Lee might end up is uncertain, the risk of a direct hit to the Canadian Maritimes around next weekend is increasing. Now listen to this. One expert wrote that fewer than 1% of all tropical cyclone fixes ever attain Category 5 strength. Hurricane Lee is the farthest southeast ever observed for a Cat 5 hurricane in the Atlantic since records began 100 and 72 years ago. Another report has Lee intensifying by 75 knots in one 24-hour period, placing it in the top 0.04% of all 24-hour intensity changes in the Atlantic. This is Hurricane Lee. Let's talk to an expert on the issue of hurricanes and cyclones and the environment. Professor Mark Barasa joins us from the Department of Earth, Ocean, and Atmosphere Science. He's an expert in hurricanes, tropical cyclones, and and uh, the environment at Florida State University. Professor Barasa, thank you for coming on the program. Do you think that uh, Lee could, in fact, track and hit Atlantic Canada? It, it could. It's uh, the the forecast tracks have a significant fraction of them doing that. So, give us a sense, please, of the power and the intensity of this storm, and how it became what it is. It's a it's a major hurricane right now. Yesterday it was the uh, a category five, the most extreme storm. Now it's a category three because it was uh, tilted by the the winds. But it's it looks like it's strengthening again. Okay, so has it does it have the possibility of returning to a cat five storm? It's extremely unlikely. The waters will get colder, and the conditions aren't optimal for it to, to grow to that strength. So, uh, but it's still a, a Category 3 storm. It's still, obviously, if it makes landfall, going to do some significant damage. If it were a Category 5 storm, and if it were to make landfall, would it be uh, another Katrina, hopefully missing Louisiana, hopefully missing the whole continent, but would it be another Katrina? It could be. At, at uh, these latitudes, they tend to move faster near Canada than they do in the Gulf of Mexico. So they uh, don't necessarily push up as high as storm surge. Uh, so that's one of the uh, main killers, more than the winds and the uh, the rain. Has it surprised you that the storm developed? Because I didn't hear anything about Lee. I heard about a storm developing a few days ago, but uh, or maybe a week ago. But I, I hadn't heard anything about this thing until it became sort of the the monster talk um, among people who are talking about weather issues and hurricanes and the kind of summer weather we've had. Has it surprised you that this thing became what it what it became? And you're saying it's not going to go back to what it was, but did it surprise you at all? It did. Yeah, We're just not used to uh, these storms growing this fast. We just had Idalia hit Florida with a Category 4 before it made landfall. Uh, so it's it's been a, a very exciting season. That's a good, interesting word. Exciting. The uh, the environment today. You're an expert on the environment as well. Is that how much of a factor is that in in the cause and the creation of severe storms? Um, 
the, the environment is a huge impact. So if it's um, if you have a warmer surface, it's easier to get the energy into the storms. So that's one of the things people are concerned a lot about these days. But there's also other environmental issues that weaken the storm. So if under ideal conditions for storm growth, we could take that. Go ahead. We could take that uh, temperature and estimate the strength of the uh, hurricane. But under other conditions like happened last night, uh, the winds and other um, ended up weakening it. And that's harder for us to forecast. How worried were you that it would make landfall, say, in Florida or the Carolinas or Georgia? This storm, no, this storm, I'm not worried about it. Uh, uh, storms start far enough out at sea, they tend to curve up north, unfortunately, toward Canada. Yeah. And you said it's not out of the realm of the possible that it would hit Atlantic Canada. If it does that, what category do you think it would be? One, two, three? I would guess one, but uh, if it interacts with some of um, the environment in other ways that make it stronger, which has happened in the past, it, it could be stronger. Do you have concern that we're heading into a cycle, because this is what we've heard certainly from people who've been talking about I mean, climate change, the number one issue they're paying attention to. It's falling down the the uh, intensity list as far as issues to be discussed in this country are concerned because the economy is the number one issue. But do you have concerns that we're heading into a cycle where we're going to be seeing more intense weather, perhaps more Category 5 storms, and the, the North American continent is going to be impacted by a really major storm, not suggesting one, two, and three, are not major, but something that is really monstrous. It, it still remains highly unlikely that that'll happen in um, the northern states. Florida is, and the uh, Gulf Coast are more likely to get uh, hit by that kind of storm. Um, it's the, the statistics for these are so odd to work with because there's so few storms each year. It's really hard to say from uh, whether we're having an upward trend or whether the sea surface temperatures are affecting things. Mm -hmm. uh, we have to make a lot of simplifying assumptions to say sea surface temperatures are going to, going to increase the storms. And under some conditions, those are really good assumptions. I have to ask you this. Have you, are you one of the people who's actually flown through a hurricane? I, I haven't. I've got colleagues that do it, uh, but I haven't yet. I don't blame you. I mean, I've seen what goes on in the, you know, documentaries. I've seen what goes on in those aircraft. I, it takes a, it takes, it would take courage and a degree of uh, disregard for one's own personal safety to do this. But uh, so, oh, no. sorry, go ahead. No, sorry. Uh, I, I always think of it as the people that like roller coasters can do this. Uh, <laughs> I, I can I can be in a lot of turbulence. It doesn't bother me at all. Uh, and if, if you can deal with that, the rest is relatively safe. <laughs> okay. We dodged a big one then. Mm -hmm. right? Yes. Uh, we hope so. <laughs> if you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.